Okay. All right. Morning, everybody. <clears throat> Do you think I'll get a uh, best supporting actor at the Oscars for that? Patricus. Uh, <coughs> uh, well, uh, it's great to uh, it's great to be able to share God's word with you this morning, um, uh, and uh, it's a, this is a great time of year, I think, to remind ourselves that we on we we are on the winning side. You know, we all, all year can feel like such a slog, right? Things can feel hard. It can feel like setback after setback. Uh, and I, I just, I just want to encourage you this morning. Um, I haven't got a big, um, <clears throat> I haven't got uh, anything uh, to teach you particularly new this morning, uh, or anything technical, uh, anything like that. I, I'm, I'm going to be pretty, pretty plain. <laughs> Uh, if you're lucky, I'll make it plain. <clears throat> um, now, what I want to talk to you about um, is just, I, I, I've got a, a few pictures that I feel the Lord's given me, uh, which I will share with you, uh, maybe prophetic f- pictures for, for people, an uh, illustration of what might be going on in people's hearts. Uh, but really, I, I just want to start by saying, um, <clears throat> Jesus has the power, uh, and that's—I mean—I could stop there. <laughs> that could be the whole message this morning. In fact, it is the whole message this morning. Jesus has the power. A lot of the time, we don't live in that, do we? Uh, a lot of the time, it, you know, Christian, our Christianity can be an intellectual thing. It can be a club. It can be uh, going through the motions. Uh, but there is a reality that in Jesus, we have the power. Okay? In Jesus, we have the power. We are overcomers through Jesus Christ. We might not be living in that, but that's still the truth. And we can come back into that um, whenever we're ready. <laughs> uh, because Jesus isn't changing. He isn't flipping between the losing side and the winning side. He is the winning side. Uh, and Jesus says, you know, I, I, I think um, <clears throat> it's great to declare this. There's no other way but through Jesus Christ. There's no other way to be saved in this whole earth except through Jesus Christ. And Jesus says this, he says, nobody gets to the Father but through me. Nobody. There's no exceptions. You've got to come through Jesus Christ. Only he has the power to stand in the presence of God. Only he does. Uh, And we come in his name and we have that power too. Uh, And he lives in us and we have that power too. Uh, And and I think that's exciting. Uh, The reality of being a Christian is, is, is that you have power to move forward. But sometimes our reality can be quite in contrast to that can't it (laughs) the day-to-day can feel quite powerless at times Uh, and I just want to encourage you that God has more for you in Jesus Christ than what you are experiencing right now even if your even if your life is absolutely on fire exciting Jesus still has more for you Uh, and if you're in the depths of despair Jesus has more for you and there is more power in his name uh, and, and this is, 
uh, you know, my natural tendency would be to talk about the cross this morning, but the cross is the start. Jesus came back. The power is in the resurrection. And Jesus has that power. And Jesus did come back again. He rose again on the third day. And he walked. And he talked. And uh, <clears throat> everything we do is based on that as Christians. If he didn't do that, what's the point? There is no point. Absolutely no point if he didn't walk again. He did. Uh, and I know it to be true in my heart. I don't need, uh, <clears throat> I don't necessarily need all the facts, all the right information. I just know it. I know that there's something alive in me that wasn't alive to begin with. And it's Jesus. Uh, and he's living today. Amen? Um, I just want to share with you this is the picture that I had uh, of um, Christians actually uh, in a prison uh, Christian people and this isn't, a, this isn't a, like a real prison this is like a metaphorical prison uh, in the prison the door to the prison shut and they've been in this prison for a long long time uh, and Jesus is saying Come out of the prison. I've unlocked the door. The door is no longer locked. Uh, but the people in the prison, they've been in that prison so long uh, that they still think it's locked. The door's shut. In fact, all they've got to do is get up and walk through the door. But they're not willing to believe that the door's unlocked. They don't want to look silly rattling on a door to find that it's not locked. And this can be our Christian experience. Locked in a prison. Not realizing that the power, that prison is not locked. There's no power in it except for what's in our own minds. Uh, and Jesus wants to set you free in your mind and in your heart today so that you can walk free and so you can move forward into what God has for you. And, and, and this, is, this is what I'm starting to understand more and more. Jesus has, um, wants you to move forward in him. He wants you to move forward. And yet so many of us are um, walking forward, but almost like in a prison, just walking around in a circle. Not really getting it to where we want to get to, getting to the destination we want to go to in life, or, 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 or just always feeling like I'm not really going anywhere. And, um, you know, the Lord's really showing me, it's like uh, it, he has a destination for you. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't really know <laughs> what that destination is, but I want to speak into your life. God has a destination for you to move forward into. It might not be the same as what you want, but he has one. And until you're willing to accept it and move forward in it and trust him, you will keep going round in circles in that prison. You know, it's like saying I'm a bike rider, but I just ride round in circles in my garden. It's like saying I'm a bike rider, but, but God's saying I've got a destination for you. You know, you can really ride, you can ride, you can go to top speed. You know, you can, you can climb up the mountain. 
And you say, no, I, I'm okay riding around in my, I'm a bike rider, but I'm okay riding around in my garden. That's enough for me. But we can live our Christian lives like that. I'll just stay here. Um, and uh, I just want to encourage you, the Lord is, is really speaking to our leadership team in this church that we want to send people. They might not be ready to be sent today. They might be. But we want to send people to, into what God has for them. And that, that's going to look very, very different for different people. But I want to encourage you, in God, you can be bold and you can move forward into the future that he has for you. Now, some of, some of the problem that we have is, <clears throat> and then I just want to go back to this, this um, thinking about being in this prison. Sometimes we can see the doors open and we want to walk out the door. Um, but we want to take all the things that are in the prison with us. Does that make sense? But they won't fit out the door. And because we're not willing to drop them, we can't leave the prison. Does that make sense? Sorry, I keep saying, does that make sense? I'm sure it does. You're a clever bunch. Um, <clears throat> but uh, these things, there's so many things that the Lord is saying, that was yesterday. I want you to stop that now. That was how you thought yesterday. I want you to put that thinking aside. They were the things you did yesterday. I've forgiven you for those things. Leave them alone. That guilt you're carrying, you don't have to carry that anymore. You've made it part of your personality, that guilt. But it isn't. That isn't today. You can put that down and move forward into the future that God has for you. Uh, and, and, and to me, this is so exciting. You know, uh, um, there's, a, there's a line in the song that says, Yesterday, it's got nothing for me. I think it's Guns and Roses. I might be wrong, <laughs> but it's it's true. You know, the, the great thing about Jesus is he's about today. Don't worry about yesterday. Yesterday was another day. You know, um, I, I was thinking about this. You know, <clears throat> it's great to have a nice fresh bottle of water, isn't it? You know, and, and have a drink out of that, and then you leave it in the car, and then. You come back a week later and you think, oh, I'll have a bit of that. Oh, it's not as tasty. But. And you leave that water in the car and, and maybe you leave it in the boot and then you, it's a really hot day and you get that water out and it's, it's stagnant, isn't it? It's dead. That water was yesterday's water. And it's poison to you today, even though it felt good yesterday. Uh, and, and I just want to encourage you, God has got new things for you. Uh, and, and Jesus, in his power, wants you to move forward and step forward into the future that he has for you. And you've got to be willing to do that. Uh, and there may be uh, many of us with things that will stop us from doing this. Uh, and I was thinking about some of them. You know, uh, unbelief uh, is it, something that, that can grip all of us, or a lack of faith. It might be a better way of saying it. I don't believe things can be different, so I'm not going to try. I'm not willing to step out and be a failure. You know, we can feel like that. And that baggage of yesterday, yesterday's failings can, can follow us and hold us back. And the Lord's saying, it's a new day. I want to put aside yesterday and move forward with me today. Don't worry about yesterday's failings. Don't worry about the last 10 years worth of failings or even longer. <laughs> It doesn't matter. In Christ, you can move forward. Um, and I, I want us to just take a little look.
uh, into our Bibles. Um, <clears throat> because this resurrected Jesus holds all the power. Okay, and uh, it's something I, I uh, uh, slightly missed in the past, maybe. But this resurrected Jesus, he, he's, he wants you to go. That's his command. I want you to go and I want you to do. Okay? And, and it's, not, it's not about earning your salvation through going and doing. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to live if you're going and doing what God is telling you to do instead of sitting and waiting for the enemy to come, come up on you. Okay? Um, so let's, let's have a look. Now, Tim, Tim read out from uh, the Bible earlier. Oh, I'm going to have to find it. It's uh, John 20. So if you can turn your Bibles to John 20. I'm not going to read the bit that Tim just read. Um, but I think, did you read from John 20, Tim? Yeah, uh, verses 10 to 18. It talks about Mary and how, uh, how she um, was crying and she was waiting at the tomb and, and she was just so upset uh, and really must have felt like there was no future for her. Uh, she'd pinned it. She, she was demon-possessed, and Jesus had cast her demons out, and he'd given her a new future. Uh, and really, um, although she was probably accepted uh, by others, without Jesus, would she still be accepted? I don't know. Uh, um, and, and she loved him so much, and you know when you've got someone in your life who cares about you, and, and then they're gone, and you're just left on your own. And she must have felt so broken, um, and and she'd put all her eggs in one basket. Uh, and it had felt like it wasn't working out. Uh, and she was an emotional wreck. It says she was crying. Um, <clears throat> uh, and yet, Jesus, uh, fresh, freshly resurrected Jesus, uh, he appears to her first. And I love this story. Uh, I love it because, do you know what? This is, that's, that's classic Jesus, isn't it? Who will I appear to? Well, I won't, I won't go to whoever thinks they're the most important. I won't go to um, whoever's the most capable. I won't go to whoever's um, uh, done the best or looks the most righteous. I'll go to the most vulnerable, the weakest, uh, the one with the least amount of future, the least amount of ability to do anything. but the one who loved the most, I think. Uh, and, and that was Jesus. And that was what he was like. Uh, and, and it's so exciting to see that Jesus, he talks to her and, um, uh, and he says, uh, she realizes it's him and it's what a moment for her. That must have been amazing. Uh, and Jesus says to her, uh, don't hold on to me for I've not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them. And I, I just thought about this a little bit and thought about it. And really what he's done, he said, go. He said, Mary, I'm here. It's, it's all right. I need you to go and do. I need you to get on. And I need you to get up and not keep walking around in circles. I need you to go forward and do what I've asked you to do. Um, and, and 
because she'd seen him and because she'd been in his presence and because she knew the resurrected Jesus, she had the power to just get up and go for it. And she went and chased down those useless disciples. <laughs> didn't she? She told him, he's back. He's alive. I mean, they didn't believe her, but she did what she was told to do. And she must have been so excited. Uh, and her life full of such purpose again. Uh, and I just want to encourage you, if you feel like your life is not full of purpose, you need the presence of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Don't worry about trying to find purpose. Don't worry about doing stuff. You need to get with Jesus and let him direct your, your path. And he might not give you all the steps. He might just give you the next little one. Go and speak to so-and-so. But you'll have purpose again. And you'll be moving forward again. And it's exciting. Well, let's keep reading. Uh, verse 19. On the eve of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and his side. Uh, the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Uh, and I, I just, when I, when I looked at this, it says that <clears throat> the disciples, they were all together with their doors locked for fear of the Jews. Okay? Do you know what? Jesus was back. But they didn't know it yet. And that can be like us. We can, oh, you know, I've got myself into a place where I'm just, I can't even see the Lord anymore. Uh, and fear's crept in. You know, fear's creep into our life so easily. And they can take over without you even realising. And it's not you locked in a prison by somebody else, but it's you in the prison from locking the door from the inside. Not willing to go out. Not willing to risk it. Not willing to open your heart to others. Walking around in a circle in your prison, not moving forward. For fear. Anxiety. Not knowing what the future holds. And this is where the disciples were. This is where they were up to. Not very dissimilar place to many of us at times. Self-imposed prison of the mind, of the heart. Uh, and yet Jesus comes. And he comes to set you free. And this is what he did for them. He came and he appeared in the room even though the doors were locked. And isn't that fantastic? And Jesus wants to appear in your heart and even though your doors are locked, you can hear him knocking. You can hear him calling on your heart. And uh, it, it's hard to ignore. I mean, you can put it out. You can put your headphones on and go back to sleep. But God is knocking on your heart. And he is saying, I love you. I've got a future for you. Don't fear. Look to me. Uh, and, and this is what I love about Jesus. Uh, as he's in the room with them, peace be with you. They weren't at peace, were they? That's why he had to say it twice. Because they weren't at peace. They were in absolute turmoil in their hearts. And we can be in that place because life will do that to you. Things will happen to you. Things will happen to your family. 
Things will happen in your relationships and you'll be in a place of absolute turmoil. And Jesus is saying, peace be unto you. Peace, I can bring peace. If you just come to me, I can give you peace. But not more than that. Look, this is it. This isn't the end for Jesus. It just starts with peace. And you know, that, that can be the experience of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, start with peace. But that's not the end. You know, move forward from there together with him. As he said, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So straight away, I want you to get out there. And this is what I want you to do. Okay? Because Jesus, the resurrected power of Jesus, gives you the strength to go and gives you purpose. Because that's, that's part of who he is. Uh, and he doesn't just do that. He doesn't stop there. So he breathed on them. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. He gave them power. Receive the Holy Spirit. He gave them power. And not only that, he says, if you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. He gave them responsibility, power, and authority. And he's given that to you too. If you're born again in Jesus Christ, you have it available to you. You might not feel like it, but it's the truth. The truth and feelings are very different. And I just want to encourage you. Believe what you read in the word, not what you feel. Uh, the Lord will use your feelings and the Holy Spirit can speak through your feelings I'm not, I'm not saying you need to deny your feelings all the time but there are times where the devil will use your feelings as a gateway to inject fear into your life and uh, <clears throat> I encourage you those are the times to run to Jesus run to him, look to him call on him uh, it's exciting uh, and lastly, we'll, take, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving forward. Jesus appears to the disciples while fishing. Uh, chapter 21. Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to his disciples on the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel from, the, from, from Cana in Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. Uh, <clears throat> and now, I, I, I love this. You know when things aren't great, you just end up going back to what you used to do. And Peter's a fisherman. And, <clears throat> and I look at this, I think, I don't know what to do. I'll just go back to what I used to do. And we can do that, can't we? You know, I'm born again, and I've, I've, you know, I've received Jesus, and things have been great. And there's been moments of absolute joy, and I really know the Lord's with me. And do you know what? I've had an awful week, and things are feeling bad, and I'm just going to go back to what used to feel good, and what used to get me through. I'm going to go back to it. And, we, you know, Peter, he'd let Jesus down, hadn't he? Let him down big time. He denied him three times when he said he wouldn't. And even though he hung on to the end, he couldn't go all the way with Jesus. And, uh, and I just think he must have been low. 
no purpose anymore. Well, without if Jesus isn't here, I'm just a, I'm, you know, I'm just a fisherman. I'll just go back to it, and I'll just get on with it, and who cares? And um, <clears throat> this is what I love. Jesus goes out and meets them. It says this, uh, uh, verse four. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus. He called out to them, "Friends, have you any fish?" No, they answered. He said, throw your nets out on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of a large number of fish. Uh, then the disciple who Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. And as soon as Simon heard him say it, it's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and he jumped in the water. And the other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. For they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have, caught, you have just caught. Uh, Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said, come and have some breakfast. Uh, and as they sat and they ate together, Jesus, he said to, he said to uh, Simon Peter, we'll pick it up again. Verse 15. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you tr truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time. And of course, he denied Jesus three times. And so he just knew. <laughs> That's it. He said, Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. And I'll leave that bit. But, but what he was doing is, is he was forgiving him and he was washing away the past because that was yesterday. And he was giving him a calling. Feed my sheep. Look after my sheep. And what he was actually saying is, Peter, you've let me down, but I want you to leave my church. I want you to be in charge. And he was giving him purpose. He's, he, he lost all purpose. He'd gone back to his boats. And this is the point. There's purpose in Jesus Christ. And maybe you're not sure what your purpose is this morning. Maybe you know. Maybe you don't know. But I want to encourage you. Let, let's respond to this together. Amen? Let's respond to, to what the Lord has for us. I think for some of us, it's to say, do you know what? Lord, here I am. I'm struggling to believe that you've got a future for me. I can't see it. Lord, give me faith. And for others, it might be, Lord, I know what you're asking me to do. I don't think I can do it. I don't have the strength to do that. And I, I want to encourage you, ask the Lord for strength. Ask the Lord to give you a new purpose.
And his power will come in that purpose. Amen.